For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Thank you. Good girl. For I am persuaded. Some folks go along through life just guessing, hoping, praying, but I'm persuaded. I believe with my whole heart that Jesus saved my soul. I believe he's gone away to prepare a place for us. I believe us he's with I believe that he's with us each step of the way. I'm persuaded that his his guiding hand protects us and keeps us from trouble in life. And I'm not just almost persuaded, I'm altogether persuaded. And, and so this was Apostle Paul. He went through heartaches, he went through trials, he was beat, he was mocked, he was scorned, he was rejected, but he preached Jesus anyway. We can't hardly take a tongue lashing these days, can we? Somebody has a little something bad to say about us, we'll just be ready to quit and give up. But I'm altogether persuaded that Jesus is Lord. I'm altogether persuaded that He's my King. I'm altogether persuaded that that which I've committed unto Him, He's able to keep against that day. And so... <clears throat> If you want to go back and read some more of this, it says, Who is able to separate us from the love of God? I'm altogether persuaded Amen. that He's able to take care of us. Aren't you? I've put my full faith and trust in the Lord. And I'm, all, I'm not going to give up. And Bobby, they used to sing a song, I've come too far to turn back now. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to give up. There may be some days where I don't even see the sunshine, where the storms rage and the clouds roll in and it's darkness all around, but I've got a ray of hope because I'm altogether persuaded. So this says, For I have persuaded that neither height nor depth nor things present nor things to come, I'm persuaded that there's that nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Amen. Christ Jesus. The best lesson I ever learned in life, Pat Cody taught to me when I was a little bitty boy, like much like these juggins here this morning. She taught me the greatest lesson I could ever learn. Jesus loved me. Amen. And I'm altogether persuaded, Jason, that no matter how low I get, no matter how much I disappoint him and let him down, I'm altogether persuaded he loves me. Amen. Oh, aren't you glad that he said he'd never leave us? I'm altogether persuaded that he'll Amen. never leave us, that he'll never forsake us. Some Amen. people won't will let you down. Some people will walk away from you the first sign of problems, the first sign of trouble, their fire weather friends. They'll give up on you. They'll walk away. You call them. They don't answer their phone. But every time my heart 
friend. And every time I'm really needed by a friend, I'm altogether persuaded. He won't just hear me. He'll answer. He'll talk to me. He'll wrap his arms around me. He'll say, don't worry, child. You're mine. And I love you. I'm altogether persuaded. I'm his. And he's mine. And we'll live in that good country one day after a while. So this same Paul, we read where he stood before King Agrippa. He'd been in prison. He'd been locked up. I believe he even went through a shipwreck. And he had the opportunity to stand before the king. And when his turn came to plead his case, when his turn came, your turn's coming. Did you know that? You're not saved and did just sit down and never do nothing for the Lord. Your turn's coming. Amen. I was so proud this morning. I opened up. I didn't even expect it. I knew that Cana was teaching somewhere. And I, it's not unusual. I go back through the Sunday school hallway and open the door and just peek in and see what's going on. I looked in and there was Kata sitting at the desk in the ladies' class. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Went right down the hall and there was Lady teaching the, the, the teenagers. She's already into it, talking and talking about the goodness of the Lord. Wonderful. Went on down the hallway and there was Chuck. Standing with his Bible open, ready to teach. Went on down the hallway. Oh, and there was Elijah. He was waiting on one leader to get back so he could start. Went on down, and there was Nick in Wendy's class. And went on down the hallway, and there was, there was Jera in the little kids' class. That's wonderful, ain't it? Wonderful. I'm telling you, uh, you didn't teach this morning, but you blessed my heart because you sung about a time we'll go together one day after a while and we'll worship the Lord. Anything you can do to praise the Lord, use your turn, step up. The church needs you and the Lord needs you. And we need to be fully, we need to be completely, we need to be all together persuaded that Jesus is king and that we are his children and that we can lift up his name because somebody is lost and undone and needs to hear your testimony. All together persuaded. When Paul's time came to give an account, he could have told them all the lessons that he learned sitting at the feet of Gamaliel. He could have told them every jot and tittle of the law. Amen. He could have explained Moses and the Ten Commandments. He could have went all through that. Amen. He could have told about the travail that fell on the children of Israel. But you know where he started? Where he really started. That's where he started. He started on the road to Damascus. And he told them about the voice that he heard and the light and seeing no man. And he told them about the time that Jesus spoke peace to his soul. I'm telling you this is a personal salvation and you need to be all together persuaded. 
And just from reading, I would imagine that Paul got a little bit beside himself. As a matter of fact, Festus said, Paul, thou art beside thyself. <laughs> thou art beside thyself. If you don't have hold of anything, if you don't have something deep down in your heart that gets you beside yourself every once in a while, what have you got? I've got something worth talking about. Jesus saved my soul from a burning hell, Jason. That's worth talking about. He rescued me. I like that song, don't you? Somebody missed it to me early this morning. Somebody texted me, missed it to me. Once my soul was astray from the heavenly way, I was wretched and vile as could be. But the Savior above reached out in love when he reached down his hand for me. Aren't you glad he was able to reach a sinner like you? Oh, he rescued me when I was on my way to hell. So I'm on together persuaded that I'm, he's coming back and I'm going with him when this life is over. All right. Now, you're beside yourself. <laughs> we think we're living in a modern age. We think that in this day and age, no one should ever raise a voice. No one should ever raise a voice. Nobody ought to shed a tear. You should just smile and be gentle. And we could do that. And watch our people drop right off into hell. Amen. Amen. We need to get beside ourselves. <laughs> we need to get out of source a little bit. It happened a little bit this morning, didn't it? Yeah. I know you were proud. When your child stood right up here, raised their hand, and even more proud when we sang this song, Glory, Glory, Glory. Every time we say that, John, it does. I get beside myself a little bit. Every time we say that song, this girl right here is the quietest little girl. But when we called her day, I saw her stand up back here. It blessed my soul. Folks, I'm telling you, we need to get beside ourselves. We need to get to the point that we just can't hold it anymore. We need to get to the point because our people are dying and going to hell. And, oh, preacher, they'll get here one of these days. They'll hear you. Why wait till they get in my presence? Why don't you take it to them and tell them Jesus loves them and have a God uh, full of spirit testimony and let them know that if they're in danger, that you're afraid for them and you're praying night and day on their behalf because you're all together persuaded that Jesus is all they need. Amen. You're beside yourself, Paul. Much learning hath made thee mad. I've got a degree. Hangs on the wall in the basement. It don't do me much good anymore. But you know what does help me? More about Jesus I would know. More of His grace to others show. 
More of his coming. Prince of Peace. More. More about Jesus. More, more about Jesus. More of his grace. Holy. I can't remember all the words, but I can tell you this. The more I know about Jesus, the better off I am. Amen. The more beside myself I get. The more mad, if you want to call it that, I know. But used to bother me when I first started preaching. I'd see great men of God. Mike Potter was my pastor. If you ever saw him preach, he'd spit. He'd run. He'd foam at the mouth. When I first started, it bothered me because I couldn't stand behind a pew, behind the pulpit. Satan fought me with that. And then as I, got, I grew more and I got a little more freedom, was able to move out from behind the sand. You know what Satan bothered me with then? He bothered me because I couldn't stand behind the podium. Let me just relay this to you. I won't be much longer. Young men, are you listening to me? Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. I'm begging you, stay at Dutch Bottoms Church. I'm begging you, every Sunday morning, get up, get ready, get dressed, and get to church. Because Satan will tempt you. You're not exempt. He'll throw everything in front of you. Ask some of these elders. They've been there. They know what I'm talking about. He'll throw things in front of you. He'll tell you you've got to work. Stay in church. If you'll pray, God will give you the job where you can go to church and go to work too. Stay in church. He'll throw, he'll throw girls in front of you. He'll throw alcohol in front of you. Stay in church yeah, and win. Hear me now. When you make a mistake because you will. You're human. You'll falter. You'll fail. When you make a mistake, get up closer to the church. Come on up here because I'll meet you there. I'm human too. I make mistakes. I falter. I fail. But I'm all together persuaded that we've got a loving God that forgives us Amen. when we see it and come short. I'm all together. How do you know, preacher? Because he's forgiven a wretch like me. Young men, if you're not careful, Satan will have you out here. He'll have you on drugs. He'll have, that'll not be me, preacher. Said many of young men. He'll have you on alcohol, and your mind will never roll back to the times that you sung right up here. Stay, stay, stay in church. The farther you get away from it, the harder it is to get back. Amen. Young ladies, stay in church. Amen. Respect yourself. You're a child of God. You, young men, respect yourself. You're a child of God. You need to act like it, talk like it, dress like it, 
walk like it, and lift up your voice. Now, I said that today's a quiet day. We think everything ought to be smooth. Nobody should say a word. The preacher should just give a little quiet talk and smile and send everybody home. You didn't elect me for that, Marty. You elected me to preach the gospel. I'm trying to do my best to do that. Oh, but that's not biblical, is it? There's what's biblical. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. It might not be a key. It might have the office ring you've ever heard. But if it's got the love of God and the Spirit to it, it'll bring joy to your heart too. When somebody, whoa, makes a joyful noise. Yeah, amen. amen. I'm altogether persuaded that that's what the Lord wants. He said if you'd be quiet, he'd, he'd bring the rocks and the mountains to cry out to him, didn't he? We need to get beside ourselves. We're this close. We're this close. Let me just relay this. I hadn't announced my call to preach yet. And I've told this here before, I'm sure. They elected me to be the assistant Sunday school teacher in the young people's class. When John Clark was the teacher. John never missed. So I thought I can do that. I'll just go and sit in class, read the scripture, and listen to him teach, and I can be the assistant. That won't require anything. Until one morning I went to Sunday school and John wasn't there. I felt about that big. And I thought, Lord, what am I going to do? And I opened up my Bible to where the lesson was. They had their chairs sitting in a U around the room. And I started reading and started talking until the Lord passed by. I don't know how long it was. But after a while, I came to myself. I didn't know where I was at. I didn't know what I was saying. I didn't know who else was in the room. And when I came to myself, everybody in the room had big tears in their eyes. And the Lord had blessed me. This is what I want to happen to right here. That's what I want to happen to you. I want us to get beside ourselves. We're this close. I'd like for you to leave here saying, oh, what a service. I, I lost, I, we had heaven fail for just a minute. That's what I want to see in this ball. Is that you? Because if we could get that, we'd get centered to the altar. If we could get that, we could see our people saved. If we could get that, we'd be able to sit together. Oh, we've got body clothes. We've almost got to the seat. We've almost got to the place. Just a step or two farther, and we'll be able to sit together in heavenly places. Preacher, I wonder what heaven's like. That's what it's like. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to hush here in just a minute. I'm all together persuaded. And as Paul gave his testimony about what happened to him on the road to Damascus and how the gentleman came to him and placed his hands on his eyes and the scales fell off his eyes and he was able to see and how he was altogether persuaded that Jesus was the king. How he was altogether persuaded and began to lift up the name of the Lord and preach his name. 
Oh, King Agrippa said, Paul, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. We've got a lot of folks like that. They're almost persuaded. They may have even made a trip down to the altar. But then where are they? What happens? You know what we need? We need folks that are all together. You know what Paul replied to King Agrippa? I would that thou weren't almost, but all together persuaded as I, except for these bonds. I'd like for you to feel what I've got. I'd like for you to know what I have. Oh, preacher, you act silly and foolish. I'd like to see you act the same way. I'd like to see you worship the Lord because He's been good to us. We need to quit pitter-pattering around. We need to quit riding the fence. We need to quit having one hand in the world and one hand in the church. We need to get in all together. We need to throw our all to the Lord and depend totally on Him. We need to be all together persuaded. Let me tell you what happens whenever you've got one foot on one side of the fence and one foot on the other. Let me tell you what happens when you've got one hand in the world and one hand in the church. You never will be satisfied. You never will be happy. You never will be content. You need to get in all together. You need to be all together persuaded. Because when you die, being a good person will not guarantee entrance into heaven. When you die, being a good neighbor and a good friend will not gain you admittance into glory. When you die, having your name on the church roll, Debbie's our church clerk. She's been going through and, and looking at it, finding where people joined, what year it was, and things like that. Debbie, the Lord's not going to give you a call and ask to see that book. He's already got it wrote down. <coughs> that book's not the one that matters it's before it's written down up there we need to be all together persuaded so what are you going to do today what are you going to do tomorrow when Satan rolls in somebody says the wrong thing and your flesh flares up what are you going to do then what are you going to do when you've got 14 problems falling on you at the same time at work and you don't know which way to turn and what to do. Right then's the time we need to lay our flesh aside and be all together in for the Lord. I've seen men face adversity and wonder how they ever made it through. You know how they did? And maybe I've given this example before. Brother Shorty Griffey great man of God he never pastored a big church it was always one of these little small ones he worked hard he worked at Dick's Beeline over in Morristown doing alignments wheel alignments on cars it was hard work it was greasy it was nasty work but he was glad to go to work every day I've seen death come in his family I've seen tragic accidents come in his family not one four or five in the few years that I was close to him 
You know what he did? He went to church anyway. You know what he looked like? He had a smile on his face. You know what he preached? He preached about Jesus and how he was the king of kings and lord of lords. You know how he could do such a thing as that when tragedy struck his home? You know how he could manage such a thing as that whenever accident after accident happened? He was altogether persuaded and he had his trust fully in Jesus. He is our hope. He's all we got. And I'm going to cling to him until I see him come back in the clouds of glory. Then I'll go home to live with him. I'm altogether persuaded this world is a trash pile. I'm altogether persuaded that Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. I'm altogether persuaded that sin is raging on every hand. I've never seen it to this degree as I have today. I see us celebrating sin as if there's nothing wrong with it. I see our world rejoicing in iniquity. I see our world lifting up folks that are neck deep in sin and not acknowledging that anything's wrong with it. It don't matter what my opinion is. It's what the Word of God says, and that's all that matters. You, if you don't like it, take it up with the Lord. He's the one that wrote it. Oh, and let me tell you something. If you get in deep enough into this book, you'll begin to realize where you're at and where you need to be. I'm altogether persuaded that this is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. That this is none other than the pathway to glory. This is him in the volume of a book. And the more I know of this, the closer I get to him. So Lord, help me to, I have kept thy word in my heart that I may not sin against God. Put more of it inside here every day, Lord. Because I'm altogether persuaded that I need it more and more each day. I'm altogether persuaded that there will be a day when the angel will set one foot on the land and one on the sea and declare that time shall be no more. I'm altogether persuaded that the righteous judge shall judge every man, shall judge the dead according to their works. I'm altogether persuaded that the Lamb's book of life, the seals will be broken and Jesus will, will look on it and He will call my name. I'm waiting on that. I'm altogether persuaded my name is written there. And he'll call it one day. And when he calls, I'll follow him. I'm altogether persuaded that I'm the very least of his children. And there's a great number right here at Dutch Bottoms that I'll get to go with. And look behind you, I'll be there. But I'm going with you, John Holt. When this life is over, Marty, look behind you. I'm right in your footsteps. I'll be Day, I'm altogether persuaded that He's made us a home in heaven and that we'll rejoice throughout all eternity. Are you convinced or are you still on the fence? Are you still waffling? Let me relay this to you. You know what? I've had two boys go through basic training. Marty's been there. Roger's been there. Marvin's been there. 
We got several veterans here. Ray's been there. They take your phone. You don't get in contact with anybody outside, basically. And they take six to eight weeks to get you thinking the right way, feeling the right way, moving the right way, doing the right way. They own you. And all you've got on your mind is what you've been told to do. You might say those trainees are all together persuaded. You want some scripture? A double-minded man is unstable in all. They want you to be able, when it comes time to do your job, to do your job. That's all they want out of you. What do you think the Lord wants? He wants it whenever it comes time to do your job. Just do your job. If it's to hold the door open for some sinner to come in, do the best you can do. If it's to run the vacuum so the church can be nice and clean when we come into worship, do the very best job you can do. If it's to stand and say, I'm glad I'm saved, stand up and do the very best job you can do. Let me tell you what will happen. If the Lord's in it, it'll bless everybody in the church. It'll be the one thing that I need or the one thing that Chuck needs or the one thing that Roger needs that encourages us to go just a little bit farther. You are a help. You are a strength. You're God's child and He loves you. Now, let me say this and I'm done. You all know some of you saw him Friday night, and he was over here last Sunday night. <clears throat> My dad, I tried to outgrow it, but I look like him. I've got his bad teeth. I've got his diabetes. Probably several other things I don't know about yet that's on the way. But I can't deny it. He's my dad. You know your dad, don't you? You don't have a doubt who it is. You know your mom. You don't have a doubt who that is. If, they, if somebody asked you, who's your, who's your dad? Who's your mom? You'd answer right away because you'd know. Get off the fence. If God is your father, tell the world. Get off the fence. If you're an heir and a joint heir with Jesus Christ... Let the world go. Get all excited. Go and tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. We have a commission. We are a missionary. Baptist church, that means you've got a job. Not just within the walls of this church. You are under covenant to tell the world that Jesus is King. There's not a soul in this building that doesn't know a sinner. Everybody in the building will come into contact with a sinner within the next 24 hours. Now you can be so religious, you can point out faults, you can point the finger at them every time they turn around, but you can turn them off completely to church. 
That's not being a missionary. You know what a missionary is? There's someone that goes on a mission. There's someone that goes to help. Sonia went on a mission not long ago. I've heard of, I've heard of heard of folks that go on missions to dig wells so that so that communities can have fresh water to drink and to provide medical assistance so that those folks can can rid themselves of diseases and think they go to help. Be a help. Get off the fence. Quit watching the world go by. Amen. Be altogether persuaded Amen. that you can help somebody today because you can. Amen. I couldn't see the word this morning. So this little girl came on a mission and read my scripture for Amen. me. Yeah. A great big help to me. Oh, it, it didn't seem like much, but it, it helped me to get a hold of the Lord so that I could preach to you this morning. Cana opened up her Bible and talked about Jesus and blessed some elderly ladies that's had a hard time this week. I stuck my head in the door back there and Jerry was reading about where Jesus rose Lazarus from the dead. Helped me, it was a blessing to me. Oh, we need each other, don't we? We gotta have one another. Jackson Elder here at the church but he needs this young man to help him along life's way. He puts a lot of trust and hope in you. He's looking to you to make a great soldier for the Lord. Oh, I'm telling you, let's be all together. All right. This young man right here, I know he don't want me to say a word about it. I mentioned my dad's lawnmower. He said, I'll be over to get it. He come and got it. Took it and fixed it and brought it back. Never said a word. And I said, when I, when I said, what do I owe you? He said, you don't owe me a thing. He was a help to me this week. And I appreciate it. And I love him. I'm telling you, we need one another. We need to be all together. All together. Every one of us. Oh, if you want to see our altar full of sinners, let's get all together. Let's be fully persuaded and lift up the name of Jesus. We've got a community. I preached Friday night to folks that came right out of Dutch Bottoms community, hadn't been in church in 30 years, lived a god-awful life. Did I dare live for that? No, I didn't. I told them that it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And it was my pleasure and my privilege to tell them about the gift that God had sent for them. It's not just my family that's in that shape. There's people all over these hills and hollers that's not knocking the door of a church in years. We need to get off the fence. We don't need to be almost a Christian. We need to be all together a Christian. We need to lift up the name of the Lord in everything that we do. Are you? There's days, hours, times in my life that I'd have to say I let that down that I was on the fence, that I wasn't doing what the Lord would have me to do. And in that time, I failed to lift up the name of the Lord. We need to be all together. So let me say this. I don't do this much. Raise your hand if you believe the Lord's coming back soon. If you think he's going to be just any day. And you've got sinners, don't you? And I do too. 
And he don't have to come back for them to slip off into hell. They could be, they could be, Lisa called me this morning. Was telling me how sick her brother was. She was doing their laundry for him and she was going to go right over there. And before we got out of Sunday school, Juanita came to me and she said, Lisa's brother just passed away. It can be that quick. We need to be all together persuaded mm -hmm. because our people are in danger of hell. Paul okay. said, King Agrippa, I would that you weren't almost persuaded, but you were all together as I am, except for these bonds. What do you got? Do you have something that you'd like somebody else to have? Have you experienced a joy down on the inside that you'd like for somebody else to feel? Would you like for somebody else to feel that peace that you have in your heart when you lay down at night? The only way they're going to know about it is if you get all together persuaded you tell them. Chuck's in a difficult position. He sees children that's mistreated, neglected, abused. And I know the state don't like you to proselytize. But every once in a while, I'm sure you can say, Jesus loves you. Folks, there's an opportunity everywhere we go. We need to be all right here's Right here's a lady that's been all together persuaded. Every family in Dutch Bottoms community, she's been a help and a blessing to. Folks, we need to be all together persuaded. Are you? Is Jesus your king? Are you going to live for him? Are you going to lift up his name? Let's be all together persuaded.